Welcome to the GPS to Early Success podcast, where you'll discover career and life secrets from those who have successfully navigated the road before you. Buckle up and let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of the GPS show, your GPS to early success. Today, we have Zuri Godfrey. Zuri Godfrey is an associate product marketing manager at Google. He is a business management graduate of and former student athlete at Howard University. His personal mission is to be a man who puts God first, family second, is a problem solver, smart worker, and servant leader. He is a social entrepreneur that has had internships with ESPN in sports marketing, Google in brand strategy, and PwC in management consulting, and externships with Facebook in social media, market intelligence, and the NFL in business development. In regard to his entrepreneurial endeavors, he is the founder and CEO of Build and Brand You, a holistic branding company and Spread the Word, a Christian clothing company. Zuri was born and raised in Hampton, Virginia. Zuri, welcome to the GPS Show. Thank you, man. I appreciate you for having me, Tony. Looking forward to, to the opportunity to really provide my, my background, share my story, and hopefully inspire and help others in doing so. Absolutely. That's exactly what we're here for. Inspire those young people to greatness. So, um, so yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit that, okay. So first let's talk about how I found you. So, you know, you and I are both big fans of LinkedIn and I was just cruising LinkedIn, uh, you know, looking for various career opportunities, you know, for my students and such. And I come across this post where, you know, you are announcing your first day as an official Google employee and a recent graduate of Howard. And I look down at the like count, and it's 111,000 likes. <laughs> it's like, whoa, there's something special about this guy. I need to talk to him and see what he's got going on. So that's that's how we got here. But uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about your journey, say, maybe from high school to Google? Yeah. So from high school to, to Google, I'll say, honestly, it really started really first business experience, if you will, was definitely in high school through a, a program that you are a part of or academy that you're a part of as well, Young Entrepreneurs Academy, yeah, for short. And in that uh, senior in high school, I had just really made the decision that business is something I want to pursue from my family upbringing, seeing them have their own small businesses and their ventures. It definitely was something I was interested in and always around. So therefore, my senior year, my mom was like, you have to do this this academy, this program. So we applied, I got in. And really what it entailed is me being able to brainstorm an idea that can help either users, the community, a, multi, a mix of the two. And from that, having an idea that was related to my background, which is in sports, uh, the business, ended up coming in runner-up and within my my cohort in the Peninsula District in Hampton, Virginia. And that really was just the first taste of, of business and really 
gave me the foundational skills, soft skills, presentation skills, received funding from investors. So I started to learn how that worked and what needed to go on there in order to get that. So that was a, a first experience and stepping stone in my journey, and which is yeah. what led me to to actually major in business management at Howard University. So just to, what 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 was that first uh, YEA project that you you submitted? Yeah, so it was, and it's actually something that I may end up still doing, and because another thing that is tied and near near and dear to my journey is tied to my journey is me being a, a walk-on student athlete at Howard and ended up earning an athletic scholarship, which was my goal. But again, it always isn't pretty from the start. So yeah, I said that to say the business was stars. So it was student athlete readiness system or service or something like that. I forgot what the, the S was, but it was basically providing academic nutrition and training programs for middle and high school student athletes with the in mind and the, the goal, end goal in mind of them earning academic and athletic scholarships. So that, that, was, a, that sounds like a great program. You definitely got to launch that someday. Yeah, that's definitely something that's on the back burner, but still is still is in the back of my head for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean and plus the uh, the ROI, the return on investment's got to be huge, right? Whatever little amount they pay you to coach them through that, compare it to a full ride scholarship to a, a college, you know, at almost a hundred thousand a year. I mean, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, hundred hundred thousand dollars total, probably. Right. I, mean, I mean, whatever you charge them would definitely be worth the money. And what's actually so crazy now that you now that you said that, I actually do something similar now with building brand you, but it's for instead of the the return on investment being in a scholarship is for college students and the return on investment being internships and full-time offers. So I'm sure we'll get more into that later. Right, right. Yeah, the, the ROI on a full-time job at Google has got to be beautiful. <laughs> Trust me, it is. <laughs> uh, I just had my first check and it's like, wow. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. But yeah, back, right. to the, back to my story. So senior year, yeah, which Young Entrepreneurs Academy is what, what really made me major in business management at Howard. So majoring in business management at Howard, quick summation of my four years there, really blessed to, to from a, as a freshman, really utilize LinkedIn and build, build my brand there and participate in opportunities with the Thurgood Marshall College Fund my freshman year, which is all around innovation and entrepreneurship, but then also just really learning and delving deep into internships. As a freshman, I interned with the startup consultant firm and I was a technology consultant there. And it was something very small, very minuscule, but it just provided me some some work experience and was a great start, you know, a small start. Yeah. It looked great on the resume. Right. And most people look at my resume now and see all the big brands, but they don't necessarily see what what it took back in the day, those smaller programs, those smaller experiences with smaller companies are always a stepping stone for me. And mm -hmm. so my year was doing that and really as a whole, played football at Howard all four years, was able and fortunate enough to intern with that startup consulting firm, but then also a bigger consulting firm, PwC, and then 
to the switch from consulting to marketing, which I'm in now full time, but my junior year intern with, with Google doing brand strategy was sat under a marketing organization. And yeah, after, after graduating, I interned with ESPN to sort of wrap off my, my internships and did sports marketing with them, which was amazing. And yeah, and I also, in my senior year, just to double back a little bit, I really, internships are great, which most internships are paid, especially nowadays with more notable companies. But one thing that I took advantage of, and I didn't let the, the, the monetary aspect discourage me, is doing externships. So I did two externships that were unpaid, one with the NFL and one with the, uh, with Facebook. Mm-hmm. Those two provided a lot of great connections, a lot of meaningful experiences. I was able to attend the draft and work the NFL draft. So, yeah, I mean, that really wraps up my career yeah. from high school. So internships, I think, are more common than externships. I mean, is the only difference paid versus not paid, or is there other differences? Yeah, I'll say there's one other difference, and it's really duration. So an externship really, it can be very short or it can be very long. So, but your internships are normally between six to 12 weeks. And for instance, my externship with Facebook was only five weeks, but my externship with the NFL expanded over a course of almost half a year, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't as, it wasn't as recurring from a weekly standpoint there. There wasn't a lot of meetings throughout that, those, that, those months with the NFL. Okay. But so you re- you recommend these unpaid externships just to boost up your resume, right? Yeah, I agree. And, and honestly, the the way I looked at it is is it and it really wasn't to boost my resume. It was more so well, two things that I'm really really into now is is one taking advantage of the opportunity to build connections and gain knowledge. And then the second thing is to leverage my blessings, those opportunities to be blessings to others, to share other to share those opportunities with others and help others get in those opportunities that I were in. It was a mouthful, but yeah, yeah. yeah. hopefully that, that, that track. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I'm a, a big, big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. Goes by Gary V. He's mm-hmm. a uh, motivational speaker and entrepreneur. And, um, you know, I've, I'd always heard the phrase, think win-win which again is one of those seven habits that, that um, I know we're both fans of, but yeah. he, he, uh, he refers to it as 5149. So mm. not, not only should it be win-win, but if you really want to build some good relationships, you want to um, make sure the other party gets 51% of the value or more. Right. And, then, and then that way, you know, you're, you, they see you as a giver. They see you as, as a real asset to their network and you know they they want to keep doing business with you. All right. Now I like that 5149. Yeah. So uh, where where were we in your story? Yeah, so pretty much just just wrapping up there to be honest. So after after doing an internship with with ESPN after right after I graduated, just did took advantage of remote work, virtual life, COVID and traveled a lot. As things open up, I got vaccinated. Just really been traveling a lot, and I'm now in my third week, wrapping off my third week with with Google as an associate product marketing manager. 
That's wonderful. Now I I, um, I worked for a dot com back in 1999 and 2000, and I remember the crazy perks of like they would feed us every day. And so, t give me some of the perks that Google gives you. Wow, I mean, the food. You you said it. <laughs> the food is <laughs> one thing to be to be honest with you. And I would say now since they were home for for right now, return to, return to office is January 2022. Mm -hmm. But yeah, since now since we're home, that that perk of food is is a way. But one thing I will say is, and I think a lot of companies started to lean towards this a little bit more. But Google has been like this from the jump. Is attire. If I was working in investment banking or in finance or something more very very buttoned up, then I would have to be on zooms on google meets with suits and mm -hmm. yeah so and blazers and things of that sort so that's one thing i appreciate is just being able to wake up put on what I, whatever i want to put on and, and still still come to work <laughs> yeah yeah to get get the job done yeah I, I remember they used to feed us because every hour or two we spent off site at a restaurant was time we weren't working so they would just feed us really well so we could just eat at our desk and keep moving <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah and what about these two have like ping pong tables and pool tables and such and all that for you to take little mini breaks yep the massages are still a thing as well free massages no, seriously no yep. that's awesome yeah yeah, but it's good. I mean, we, I mean, it might it might feel like bragging, but what we're trying to do is motivate our listeners to work hard so they end up in a cool place like that where they can really enjoy their job, you know, so. Exactly. And, yeah, what's really ironic is, of course, at any job, you're going to put in a lot of work, right? But just putting in the work at Google is just totally different because of the perks that we just talked about, but also because of, the billion users that we help on a day-to-day -day basis so oh absolutely yeah it's, it's really bigger than bigger than myself bigger than any one Googler. oh absolutely i mean i've been a google fan forever I'm, a, I'm an android user i love google maps i love gmail google calendar it's all synchronizes beautifully and um but uh, it's funny i i remember so i i was i, I was working and living in the bay area in my mid-20s in the mid-90s mm -hmm. and um Silicon Graphics was the former um, tenant of the, the Googleplex con uh, campus. Mm -hmm. And they, they made really nice high-end computer monitors, but apparently, I don't know, somehow they disappeared. And, <laughs> and, then, the, and then this is like 96, 97. Then wow. this, this brand new little company called Google moves into this giant Silicon Graphics campus. And we're like, who the heck are you? And what do you need all that space for? <laughs> But it's, yeah, obviously they had a plan and the plan worked. But, uh, let's see. Um, okay, so let's, let's talk about, so, so rewind to high school for a minute. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it sounds like you've done a lot of things right, you know, to get where you are as young as you are. Um, and you've, I think you've highlighted some of those. I mean, feel free to highlight a couple more if you could think of things you did right. But also, what you know? What else? Uh, like, what what did you either do wrong, or what have, could you have done a little better? You know, to to accelerate your success even more, just to help our listeners. 
Yeah. No, I, I would say, I would say, one, everything happens for a reason, for sure. And then, but really, as far as what I could have done better, I think, honestly, and this is more more of a thing, this is, I'm now aware of this because of COVID, mm-hmm. but take advantage of being able to be in person in whatever setting, whether it's sports, where my senior season for college was cut from however many games it was going to be, eight plus or 10 plus, to only being able to play two two games my last football season, the last time I'll probably ever strap up the cleats and mm-hmm. play tackle football. So just really just take advantage of every in-person interaction that you can get. And whether it's, it's from a, a school standpoint, I wasn't able to finish my senior year at college. And so mm-hmm. that, that was hard, but yeah, just really adapting, to be honest, man. That, again, going back to my belief, everything happens for a reason. I'm a man of faith. So that's also something that like, ground is not too high because I know all of it could be taken away. And it's, you know what I mean? So yeah. just staying grounded, not taking anything for granted, trying not to, of course, we're all human. So we're going to, take some things for granted and yeah, yeah gra- gonna... gratitude is very important it is. so is hu- humility yeah it is man yeah awesome yeah my 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 younger daughter um her senior year of high school was was all virtual so she missed out on that the way you missed out on your senior year of college <laughs> yeah said so, uh but yeah like you said everything happens for a reason and again who knows uh all these wonderful things that have happened to you since, you know, maybe they might have happened differently or not at all if, you know, there were different circumstances. No, I, I agree with that. I mean, especially the the two externships with one with NFL and one with Facebook, had that been in person, I wouldn't be able to do it because it was during actually when I would have had football season. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those externships were virtual. Yep. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So there, are, our listeners should be looking for both in-person and virtual internships and externships. Yep. That's good. And then, um, and then your college days. Is there any way you could have uh, maximized your opportunities any better? Honestly, the the same thing. And I, I guess what I was saying was actually tailored towards college. Just taking advantage of in-person. Okay person interaction because that's when COVID happened when we were forced to go home and yeah just take a full advantage of every opportunity that you get every day every time that you're you're breathing it can right. it can seem overwhelming but again pace yourself and know it's know who you are know what you want to accomplish and, and strive for even greater than that because one of you where you're uncomfortable because that's where growth is going to occur now, do, where, where do you seek out your in-person interactions? Are you an active networker? Yeah, and for me, networking is all about building, building transformative, transformational, rather, and authentic relationships. And so, yeah, so it's a multitude of things. And really where it starts is with LinkedIn, building those mm-hmm. things there, fostering them. And really, <laughs> to be honest with you, the way the way it works, and especially now, everyone is so eager to to go back in person. And a lot of those connections I've built and fostered over COVID and and things of that sort. 
if I'm, if we're in each other's city or what have you, or if there's a, a business function or even just a dinner or, or what have you, just being able to connect in person is also valuable as well. But yeah, making connections in person, even, even, even before LinkedIn and having you utilizing LinkedIn as a resource, not, not yeah. the, yeah, I, I use it. I, I, I go both directions with it. Sometimes I'll meet somebody in person first and then mm -hmm. I'll reach out, connect on LinkedIn. And it just kind of helps me keep in touch with them. And right. sometimes I'll meet like with me and you. I met you first on LinkedIn and now here we are meeting on Zoom. And maybe right. someday we'll meet in person if you're ever in Dallas or I'm ever in uh, San Francisco, wherever you end up. <laughs> exactly. Honestly, uh, how it works, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the new world of uh, virtual relationships. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Um, all right. So we, we talked a little bit about the seven habits. Um, do, do, do you have a, a, a favorite or two you'd like to share um, and, and why they're important to you? Yeah, it would have to be, have to be, to begin with the end in mind, man. And that, I'll take that from a, a from a faith standpoint mm -hmm. on a day-to-day -day basis, but also from a personal and professional perspective as well. Just knowing that, thinking long one thinking long term but then also the work that you do now in the interim have the vision of what the outcome could be and that way the work wouldn't go in vain if, if there isn't an outcome a desired outcome that you're striving and, and thriving for then more times than not you're, you're gonna either do it lackluster or you're not going to be as passionate about it, or you're not going to excel in it, or you're not going to be as productive in it, and the list can go on. So, or you might just quit altogether because you can't keep the motivation to finish, right? Exactly, exactly. So, that's yeah. definitely definitely my, my favorite. That's and good. I yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes people will call that, you know, remembering your why. Like, why am I why am I doing this? Am I doing it to support my family? Am I doing this to make a better future for myself? Cause yeah, it's cause a lot of times we get stuck in a rut, right? Where the work we're doing is not very fun. The boss we have is not treating us very well. But if you can remember down the road, this is all going to pay off and it helps you keep moving forward. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said that, man, because really a coach of mine, my freshman or sophomore year really introduced that to me. Wish or why he had everybody go up and, and explain that why, man. And, and so that's actually something that has, has grounded me as well. And your why changes as different mm -hmm. and different at different seasons take place in your life. Your your why will change and it it's relatable to, to whatever you make it. Why, why do you play football? Why do you why do you exist? Why do you work up wake up and work every day? So yeah, no, I, I definitely am a firm believer in and really taking heed to and being aware of your why. That's great, man. You have so much wisdom for your age, man. I'm telling you, I didn't learn a lot of this. I'm 51 years old now. I didn't learn most of this till my mid thirties in some corporate training they made me go to. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, I, you know, I, I was in corporate marketing before I got into education I worked for FedEx and Nokia and a couple other big companies. And, um, yeah, I, no, nobody taught me any of this stuff uh, early on. In fact, back then they were they were teaching fake it till you make it, and, huh. uh, and that's the worst advice ever. You know, I mean, 
Yeah, because number one, you end up feeling like you're faking it for a really long time. It keeps you from asking questions, which is what you should be doing in your first couple of years is asking lots of questions, not right. faking like not faking like you know the answer. <laughs> faking, faking like you're making it. If you're, if you're really faking it, more times than not, you're not 100% faking it. Right. 100% faking it, then you probably wouldn't be in that position. You know, you're in yeah. that position for a reason. So, and I think the fake it till you make it thing is is really where the imposter syndrome. Exactly. Works. Exactly. That's so painful. <laughs> and that's where, where that where that comes from for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, whoever made up fake it till you make it had good intentions. They were trying to help people boost their self confidence if they felt like they weren't really ready. Right. But, um, but I think the better advice is be humble, be smart, ask smart questions. Um, you know, provide as much value as you can with the skills you have at the moment. But anytime yeah. you don't know something, ask somebody. You know, and then that's how you're going to grow and become more valuable overall. I mean, yeah. never just pretending that you already know something is just going to bite you in the rear at some point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you, you don't know what you don't know. So even taking that a step further, really, okay, great. You don't know it. But I would I would add in an interim or a, a second step before asking someone is really try to find the information on your own. You can Google it. <laughs> you see what I did there? You can Google it. <laughs> nice plug for your new employer. <laughs> you can Google it. And then if you can't find it or it's yeah. still then then you go ask. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's excellent advice. In fact, I, I had a student in my office recently who was uh you know about to apply for an internship with a a, a very large company and um I told them to, to okay, well, let's go to their homepage and look for the careers button. And then under careers, look for like a subsection for internships. And he, he glanced at the, the, the homepage for about five seconds and then <laughs> turned it around to me and said, where is it? And, and I said, man, I'm going to have to give you some tough love. Find it yourself. Because <laughs> you, if you go to your boss after five seconds and ask them to solve the problem they're paying you to solve, you're, you're fired. <laughs> And you you always need to you always need to when you ask a question, and this is I guess more so work related than in, in everyday life and everyday conversation. But if I'm asking you a question, I should have done something to try to figure out the answer. And so when I go to ask you the question, it should be, hey, I did X, Y, and Z, but I, I couldn't find out the answer to insert question. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you've had some excellent training, man, along the way. I don't know. I don't know if you're your football coaches or professors or what, but you've gotten a lot of good advice early on, which is great for you. Thank you, man. It's, it really just goes back to being trying to be holistic and being a sponge. That's what, what something that I learned and just really grabbing from, from every which way. Oh, man, I love that word sponge. Yeah, so you got to be curious, right? You got to always be like, what can I do next that will improve my future? Right? Just keep asking yourself that question. Exactly. Yeah. Intellectual curiosity is, is definitely something that I'm, a skill that I'm trying to hone and really be intentional about. 
Yeah. Well, it sounds you have like you have some natural instincts for it, but again, being intentional will always take it to the next level. I agree. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, all right. So I, I wanted to wrap up with you talking about your uh, your your company that that you run as kind of a side gig, right? Um, yep. But but before we go there, is there any other you know bits of wisdom you want to you know pass on before we we close up with your your business? Yeah. What what I would say is 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 to the viewers and the audience listening and watching and or watching right now is to really be your own self. You can use social media in a lot of ways, use it to your betterment. Don't use it as a comparison mechanism. Mm -hmm. Be yourself. Stay true to yourself. Find yourself. Know your why. Know your purpose. Know what you're passionate about and be be driven by that. Be driven by your by your purpose, by your passion. Because ultimately those two things can help you and actually end up making you profit in the long haul. So just be true to yourself, be self-aware, being very intentional with your your day-to-day -day life and what you do, what you put your name to, what you post about, what you say out your mouth. Very be very intentional about that. So stay true to yourself and be intentional. Yeah, no, that's wonderful advice. I mean, uh, somebody who's passionate about a particular task will always be better at that task than somebody who's not. So right. the, even if the, even if the other person's a little bit smarter, a little bit higher IQ, whatever, if they're not passionate about it, they'll get beat by the passionate guy every time. Exactly. That's awesome, man. All right, so let, uh, tell me about your uh, your your company. It sounds it sounds really cool. I'm looking forward to hearing what that does and. And maybe some of our listeners could benefit from it. Oh, absolutely. So Building Brand You is a holistic branding company. And what really what that is, is it's broken down into three pillars. And even before getting into the three pillars, just a, a quick backstory as to how it came about to be. Mm -hmm. In my freshman and sophomore year at Howard University, I really were in, was trying to be intentional and utilize and LinkedIn, as I said earlier in the call or in, in the talk, in the conversation. And I was able to receive a lot of a lot of wins, a lot of smaller wins, and I would brand and market myself and, and post about them on, on LinkedIn and and talk about them and always be very present in class at, on campus at Howard University in the School of Business. And slowly but surely, a lot of people just started reaching out to me like, "Hey, help, can you help me with your with my resume? Can you help me prepare for this interview that I have? Hey, I saw you talking to so and so. Can you connect me with them?" You know, you connect me with recruiters at companies, things of that sort. And so mm -hmm. I started to do that really, really, say, sophomore year. Say about second semester, sophomore year, I really started to, to pick up on that. And it took up a lot of time. I, I didn't really realize how much time it was taking mm -hmm. up because I, I was doing it just because I enjoyed doing it and I, I loved it. But then it, it started to take up a lot of time. And a lot of people started to say, hey, Zara, you should monetize this. And I was like, nah, I'm not looking to do that. I just really want to help and really not have any, any strings attached to it from a monetary standpoint. And so I just kept doing it and then COVID hit. So I was like, wow, perfect time to monetize this, to name it, claim it, brand it, market it, all of those mm -hmm. things. That's, that's what I did. And as of 
March 2020, <laughs> we're building brand new. So I've been able to build a team, establish us as an LLC. And then going back into our pillars, one is career identification. So as we know, for our target audience, whether that's mainly college students, but also high school students, also athletes, whether in high school or college, a lot of times that those customer segments don't necessarily know what they want to do from a career standpoint. So we want to provide them that clarity and how we do that is through our workshops. So we have paid workshops that take them through those P, those three P's that I just talked about. So purpose, passion, and then the last P is profit. And so we take them through those intensive courses, exercises where we really pick their brain and ask the hard questions, do some different analysis, analyses. And as a result, they'll come away with very specific and personalized opportunity, career opportunity that they should pursue and that we recommend and would help them pursue. And so up that journey, starting with career identification, then we have group mentorship and clients can come to us either for career identification, group mentorship, or, or brand development, which I'll talk about last. And that's the third pillar. Or it can be a journey. It can figure out the career that they want and then go to the mentorship program and get mentorship directly for that career interest that they now have and have found and we have helped identify for them. And so in that group mentorship program, we're focused on our DNA model development and that's through service workshops, whether it's resume, social media, LinkedIn, et cetera. And then the N is networking. So building relationships, putting them, the students in front of professionals like yourself, like myself now at this stage and really pouring back into them and lifting them up along the way. But then also A, accountability, which is important. So that's our DNA model for our group mentorship programs, which is our second pillar in group mentorship. And then our third and really our, our breadwinner, our most revenue driver is brand development, where we have services, again, holistic. So we have personal development and professional development services. And most notably, really, I'd say 80% of our clientele comes to us for resume revitalization, LinkedIn rebranding, and interview preparation. Now, the end product of that is we've been able to place over 50 clients and we're rounding out year two, coming up on two year anniversary, 50 clients across Fortune 500 companies ranging from TikTok to Google to Tesla. And that's all internship and full-time opportunity. So that's good and brand new. Yeah, that's, that's a good ROI getting a job at one of those places. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. No, no, no matter what you're charging. <laughs> We may charge sixty dollars for a resume, but you may end up making six figures. <laughs> oh man, man, you got to raise your prices right now. <laughs> we want to be very affordable for our target audience. But that's all- true. That's true. Yeah. But I remember yeah, being just, college- just want to help. Right, I remember being a co- broke college student as well. <laughs> Man, yeah. well, that's wonderful. So yeah, you're uh, you're you're almost a charity at at those price levels. That's very nice of you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, as we continue to grow and develop and and have more testimonials and bring on more clients and things of that sort, we'll definitely definitely look to increase our prices 
all strategically. But yeah, and also one thing I wanted to to say and share, be vulnerable and transparent, and that it, it isn't always bright. It, it all isn't always bright. One thing that I was saying earlier is what really <clears throat> stuck with me is being a, a walk on at Howard University. And really the backstory to that is it really started my freshman year in high school, actually. So I went out for the junior varsity football team. I had been playing football with the same same people that were on the junior varsity football team at my school, which is Bethel, actually the school that Alan Iverson went to as well. And yeah, I went out for the football team in my ninth grade year and I got cut for whatever reason, I got cut. And I went out for running back and got cut for running back. So that was one of the most, it was a definitely a low, a low moment in my life. And I really had two options, fight or flight, as they say. And I decided to fight and really get in the best shape of my life and train hard and make no excuse the next time I got a, a chance. And when that chance came, my sophomore year, not only did I make the team for JV, but I also moved up to the varsity level and, and competed there as well. Fast forward to my senior year, another failure, or what will be looked at as a failure, but I don't necessarily look at it as a failure. No, failures are wonderful, man. Failures are stepping stones to success, and I'm so glad you're bringing these up. Yeah, man, I agree, man. It's, failure is definitely just a, a lesson and a blessing in disguise, in my opinion, as well. And that that failure, that stepping stone was I was being recruited from Division One schools, Division Two schools, B three, NIA, all all of the, the divisions. And the best opportunity for me, which I ended up taking, was actually a preferred walk on spot at Howard University. And actually now now that this all coming back to me. I actually was sitting in a year meeting when I received the email. <laughs> when I received the email from from the coach at one of the coaches, or was a coach at Howard University, saying that he he would want me to walk on and I have a spot on the team and and everything was a go. So that's just that's just crazy. That I just remember that and it happened yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, but and it was again for walk on spot and so still just came in with a, a chip on my shoulder. And to be honest, if, if I didn't have that, if I didn't come on as a walk-on, I probably wouldn't have been able to, to do as much from a business standpoint as I was able to. And really to, to wrap us up here, it ended up working out. I ended up gaining a lot of professional experience, but I also achieved the goal that I had and promised my mother, which was receiving an athletic scholarship. And so I was able to do that and yeah, man. So just, just yeah. hey, hey, hey. By the way, there is no pressure to wrap up. I was just sort of feeling the flow, like we were starting to take it in for a landing. But if you want to keep talking, let's keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> I think that honestly was like the the last thing that I I wanted to get in there and make sure I get in there because a lot of people hear all when it's gravy, but they don't hear about the grit. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, yeah, it's normally a question I do ask is about giving me an example of some failures, but I, I forgot to ask with you and you brought it up yourself. So that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so now back to your, uh, your, your business, what, what's the web address? How, how can they find you? Yep, so it's www.buildandbrandu.com. So build 
and brandu.com. And it's the letter U or Y-O-U at the end? It's the word Y-O-U. Y-O-U, okay. Awesome. And then I know you gave me uh, in the chat a couple of link trees, which give multiple links to different things. I'll, I'll make sure I put those in the show notes uh, where people people can reach you. Probably, like, well, tell us real quick, what, what all are we going to find on your link tree? Yeah, so there's two there's two there. There's my personal and then there's the business. So with my personal, you'll see my Instagram, my LinkedIn, Twitter. You'll also see different speaking engagements that I've been able to speak at and speak with some, some, some great people. Notably, Chris Paul was one in there as well. So definitely watch that. That was a, a great segment on branding. And in the Building Brand You link tree, that's all things Building Brand You. So we have our website there. We have our inquiry form to inquire about our services. And we also have our social media handles there as well. Awesome. All right. So our listeners know exactly how to get a hold of you if they have more questions or if they want to engage your branding services. Yep. All right. So now I think we're about to bring this thing in for a landing unless you want one last chance to, to, to drop any more knowledge. <laughs> I, I can't think of anything. Okay, no, that's good. That's good. That means we got it all out. Yeah, so, I think uh, we got it all out. That's good. That's good. All right, man. Well, I really appreciate your time. It was wonderful meeting you. Uh, we are connected on LinkedIn now, so we'll be able to follow each other and keep up with each other's news and watch for future opportunities maybe to work together. Sounds good. Thank yeah. you, Tony. I appreciate yeah. you having me. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure, man. Have a great night. All right, you as well. That is all we have for you today. Whenever you feel lost, we'll be here to show you the way. Big thank you to Rockstars of Tomorrow in Frisco, Texas for the use of their state-of-the-art recording studio and for supporting our cause. Leave a review on your favorite podcast player or go to thegpsshow.com to be notified of every new episode.